what's going on in Stokely from Source on Delay. My acoustics aren't gonna be up there because I'm I'm walking outdoors. You get a lot of um you get better sound when you're sitting down in a car. But um my son recently lost his tooth and you know, you know, I overreact about everything. Um, well, not everything. I overreact when it comes to him. You know, I felt like uh, I felt like God was punishing me while he was losing his tooth. <laughs> but it's part of his. It's part of um. It's part of growing up, actually. <laughs> so you see where my mindset is, and then I was having a good discussion with. Uh, my cousin and he pointed out that I'm a pessimist and I'm a constant pessimist and I'm a perpetual pessimist and I, I, I said to him well you know what you're right about that I'm actually a pessimist and I'm stuck inside that cycle in psychology and that mental state of being a pessimist um, I don't advise it for anybody else that's not you know, it's like, it's like, I think, I don't know if I ever mentioned, but you have some people out here, they'll drink alcohol their whole life, live to be 100 years old, you know, abuse alcohol, live to be 80, 70, whatever years old, while you might not abuse alcohol, you might eat healthy all the time, and you still might pass away earlier than they do, <laughs> you know what I mean? So nothing's really guaranteed. I mean, what works for somebody else might not work for you. Um, but we try to hit the biggest target and look at the statistics and say, well, we look at the statistics and say, um, what's most effective? What's the most sustainable? What's the best? You know, if you look at the statistics, which way is the best way to do something, the best way to live, the best way to survive, the best food to eat, the best um, culinary practices, exercise, sunlight, sleep, all of these things. Yeah, we know what the best thing is. There's always an anomaly though, you know. So, I don't know. I, I don't think that I'm exceptional or I'm an anomaly, but being pessimistic might work for me, but it might not work for you. I, I don't think it would work for most people. I think it's a very... I think it can induce sickness because negative thinking can make you sick. Um, the research has already been done that if you speak positively to someone that's, you know, in a, in for instance, in an ambulance and on the brink of, you know, expiring, if you speak positive, they have a more, they have a better likelihood of surviving, you know. So being positive is works on your subconscious to the point where it could save your life. And it could save your health. So being pessimistic is not something that I advise anyone else to do. And that's something that I'm working on um, shaking. Um, you know, a few of my posts have been very pessimistic in, in their leaning. Um, especially when it came to my neighbor passing away and, uh, you know, and some other people. You know, it, it kind of changed my perspective, but I've always held a negative kind of, um, I don't know, negative perspective. I, I don't want to call it devil's advocate because I don't like to use that word, but that's kind of what it is. Um, but I'm, for the most part, contrarian on almost any topic. If you say something negative, I'll say, well, 
no, it's positive in this way. If you say something positive, I'll say, well, it's negative in this way. I'm just always contrarian in my speech and, uh, you know, to the point where, you know, a lot of people have told me that I'm an enabler because if you tell me something negative, I'll say, well, you know what, it's not so negative. It's this and that and that and that and that, that. you know. So it's a it's it's not it's not a consistent. I can't say that I have a consistent uh, method of thinking or a, cons- a consistent perspective, whether positive or negative. But I would say that it leans eighty percent negative, uh, even if I don't express it externally that way. But that's how I survive. I would not recommend that for anyone. I would recommend that everybody have a positive optimistic perspective because the sun will come out tomorrow and that's a fact and life goes on so you have to keep moving you know that's it that's the most negative you should go is that life goes on but you know like the sun says sun will come out tomorrow that's you know that's like one level up from that and then one level up from that to me is um you know like my father says tomorrow is pregnant with possibilities you know so there's always a there's always a potential for good you know but anyhow what I really wanted to get to is that you know there's incentives you know you ever if you ever heard of Pavlov's you know Pav, Pavlovian or you know there's like a scientist named Pavlov and what he did was he kept feeding a dog and then ringing a bell. He'd feed, the, he'd ring a bell, then feed the dog. Ring the bell, feed the dog. Ring, ring the bell, feed the dog. So it reached a point where he just rang the bell, and the dog would already start salivating because it would initially associate, um, you know, ringing the bell with eating. Um, so that's a form of programming I guess that's not a good um, example of what I'm trying to see but that's a form of programming we're, we're programmed to have certain kind of word associations and thought associations and prejudgments and prejudice and things of that nature um, that's not even what I wanted to say what I want to say is that oh yeah my son he lost his tooth and my Pavlovian response is anything that happens to him or hurts him it's, I'm trying to be I'm being punished you know um, yeah but you know that's that's so that's a, my I'm kind of negative in my Pavlovian programming um, anything that goes against what I want I think that I'm being punished but that's not necessarily the case it might just be part of life you know it's, it's just part of life but um in addition to that you know um, we told them that <laughs> The Tooth Fairy was going to give him some money. And that totally took his mind off. The fact that... Well, it didn't totally take his mind off. But for the most part, it took his mind off of the fact that he lost his tooth. And he became more optimistic about the future as a result. Because he looked forward to getting um, the money that the Tooth Fairy was going to leave. So... It was basically incentivized for him to have a more positive outlook. Now, in some kind of capacities, you know, we have negative, we have punishment, and here we have reward 
you know, we got positive reinforcement and, and we got negative reinforcement sometimes. We got constructive criticism and we got, you know, like just straight up um, ridicule or whatever. You know what I mean? So this, all of those things can get you to the same goal. But, you know, one energy is positive and one energy is negative. You know, ridicule is a negative energy. Encouragement, um, that's a that's a more of a positive energy in my opinion. Um, you know, shame um, and praise, you know, you can get almost the same effect using both of those things. It's just one breaks the person down and one builds them up, you know. One, one breaks them down to where you want to get them to and one builds them up to where you want to get them to. And you can get them to the same point using shame and or shame or praise. You know, it's just one is a more negative energy in, in my opinion. So, and I would like to lean towards the more positive side when it comes to to those things. I uh, think I do when it comes to um, externalizing things. But on my internal, internally, Internally, I have a lot of criticism of myself. Internally, I have a lot of criticism of people. Internally, I ridicule people. Internally, I chastise them. I mean, I verbalize it though, you know, because that's not really uh, what am I saying? That's not social. That's antisocial behavior. So, you know, we live in a community, like people always say, we live in a village. So, you know, um, upsetting people, making them uncomfortable is not necessarily the best way. It's not, it's not gonna necessarily, it's not how I choose to get results externally. Um, externally, I try to get results through encouragement, praise, um, oh man, um, flattery, you know, all those things like that. Flattery, <laughs> uh, flattery, I wouldn't even say is, uh, is positive necessarily. Because that's just like empty praise almost, you know. But, you know, it puts a person in a more receptive energy. Um, it puts them in a more positive and re- receptive kind of energy, I think. Not necessarily positive. It makes them more receptive. Um, but, you know, like when it comes to kids, you know, you, you know, I come from an environment where um, the teachers used to beat the kids. And I used to get beaten by the teachers. You know, they used to beat us with belts. They used to beat us with sticks. They used to beat us with rulers. Um, you know, stuff like that. So I come from that kind of environment, which maybe tailored my mind to that way. But, you know, now that I've survived it, I'm, I'm grateful for it. But in the time, you know, I was very, you know, of course, that's terrible. But I've survived and I'm grateful for it. It's, it's, it's weird, you know, I'm thankful for it. But that's only because I survived, you know. Which, I don't know, you know, which which makes me, which puts me out of um, attachment and it makes me not be able to necessarily relate to somebody who's going through that right now. Because I'm like, you know what, this is the process that you have to go through to understand discipline. This is a process that you got to go through to understand consequences. This is a process you got to go through to understand um, uh, endurance, you know. So, you know, unfortunately, those negative experiences had to be experienced for me to be who I am. And, you know, I'm, I can't say that I can't say that it's, it's the best way, but um, 
I can't say that is the best way. I can't say that, but if I could make a convincing argument, I could make a convincing argument that it was the best way. Because I could say, you know, I've never been to prison. I've never been arrested. You know, I've never, uh, yeah, for the most part. So I understand punishment and I understand um, pain. So from an early age, I understand consequences. You do this, something bad is going to happen to you. That's, you know, so so that, that may be the origin of my negative uh, perspective. And I don't um, condemn it or don't judge it. I don't blame it. I don't use it as an excuse. I, I'm thankful for that experience because it's made me guarded and, uh, you know, negative somewhat. But it's given me understanding, a different kind of understanding um, versus... If I was just left to my own devices because by nature I'm naturally rebellious and um, I don't like discipline and I, I don't want to speak for everybody else but I think everybody else would fall under the same um, behavior that's why we have laws that's why we have police that's why we have stoplights and cameras and all kind of stuff like that you know because people naturally aren't going to really self-regulate. Um, and in some cases, people are antisocial. So we need these parameters to keep them in order. So discipline is necessary. Religion is necessary. Law is necessary. Shame is necessary. All these punishments, all these negative parameters, all these like um, these cattle prod shock treatments our uh, electrified fences that we live inside of psychologically legally and otherwise all these electrified fences that we live within um they're necessary to keep us in order but but that's the opinion of a negative person myself anyhow the tooth fairy really changed his mind not only the tooth not not only seeing the tooth fairy change his mind it also made him wake up earlier because he was uh very enthused and looking forward to um seeing his uh, seeing what does see how much money that the tooth fairy left for him so you know we can incentivize people using positive things you know and but actually actually we're still punishing them somewhat when that positive thing is not provided when that is in low concentration, they're going to recognize it and realize they're being punished. And when they have it, then they know that they're being rewarded. So it, 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 you can't really escape it. Anyhow, in the case of, uh, yeah, hold on, a big old truck is passing by. Yeah, but um, that's about it, you know. We can incentivize or we can threaten. That's how the government works. That's how parents work for the most part. I mean, you know, in my formative years, that's how my parents kind of worked, you know. Um, you didn't really get rewarded for doing the right thing, but you get punished for doing the wrong thing. You know, we used to have an allowance. So, you know, we get a steady, you know, we, we could basically... Eh, that doesn't really relate, but we were it, it, there was no real necessarily uh, reward for doing the right thing because that's your responsibility. That's what you're supposed to do. But um, it, doing the wrong thing, there was definitely uh, a punitive um, um, 
result or, 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 or treatment, you know, to keep you in line. So, yeah, just talking about this, talking about that, not really saying much. I look, I'm happy for all of those things that happen. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, not happy, but I appreciate the knowledge that I gained, but unfortunately it requires suffering. But if you look at the little, I saw a little, um, a little boy that was a, um, a Tibetan monk. I don't know if it was a Tibetan monk or a Shaolin monk. I guess he's a Shaolin monk. Uh, I don't. I don't know if they're from Tibet, but it's a little boy. He was training in uh, martial arts. So what they did was they had him standing on two poles, and he had something. He had a weight on his back. He had a weight on his back, and he was standing on a, on two poles. Like one leg was on one pole, one leg was on one pole. So. Looking at him, looking at the video that I saw, it seemed as if he was there for an extended amount of time. So his legs were getting tired and he was getting really fatigued. He had the weight on his back and he was standing on the two poles, right? So he, he was, he was, he was kind of crying, but he was more um, enraged and angry, I, I think, more than he was um, crying out of uh, uh, maybe anguish. He was more, it was more... It seemed to me bringing out his warrior spirit or getting him into the mindset of of a warrior mode of a anger mode of trans channeling his energy and using that to keep himself up of course yes he was crying he was maybe only about four years old five years old yeah maybe about four five or six years old so then now when the instructor told him jump down he threw off the weight off his back and then he jumped down and came into a fighting stance and um, yeah, he was crying, you know. But that whole exercise is an exercise that trains him how to to be tough, how to have resilience, how to have focus, you know, uh, mind over matter. It's like when I used to run track, I used to have, you know, snot coming out my nose, foam coming out my mouth. Well, not foam, but, you know, like my lips are dry. My, 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 I had snot coming out my nose. You know, I, I, I was... You know, I was getting tired and tired, you know, running, running, running. Uh, I think the most I ever did was, did I do six miles? No, I did not. I don't know. Maybe I did six miles. No, I didn't. I did three miles. The most I did is three miles. I mean, I can't imagine these people that run marathons. I ended up quitting track team, though. But the most I ran was 3.1s or whatever that is so i don't know exactly what it is i think it's three i think it's three miles or 3.5 or i don't know what the heck they call it but it's like three miles or whatever so these three mile runs you know really really took a lot out of me there's a place in the bronx named van Cortland park you know so it has elevation you know goes up and comes down goes up and comes down because the bronx is a very mountainous area so i'm going through the experience was terrible but coming out of it, um, I'm a different person. I was a different person. Um, coming out of even just the four months of track team, I was a different person. My the determination, uh, you know, uh, endurance, all mental I'm talking about. I'm not talking about physical. Because my physical, physically, I wasn't in the proper condition in my opinion, to run those races even at 17 years old because I wasn't eating right, I wasn't training right, I wasn't really, you know, passionate about it. But the, um, 
the mental focus and determination that it took to do that change me you know and self-imposing that on yourself people out here jogging every morning running every morning these are in my opinion some very tough and determined and, and, and exceptional people who are able to focus their mind you know hopefully my intent is to get an interview with Mr. Ace because he ran track team on the same track team that I was on and I think he was on the track team for about three four years for all these years of high school and he still runs to this day sometimes you know so um, I really want to talk to him about that and he's accomplished a lot I mean relative to the demographic and the area and geographic whatever you want to call it of where we're from I think he's an exceptional person that's he's not Elon Musk but I mean you know coming from if you look at the demographics and the statistics I think him to be someone that's I don't know in the top upper 90th percentiles of regarding um, a lot of things you know um, but um, yeah punishment endurance 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 anyhow all I really want to talk about was positive and negative reinforcement and you know we don't necessarily need to be negative to to get people to to communicate and relate and, and interact with people we don't need to be negative we can say positive things and get the same results we can do good things and get the same results um, as pessimistic as I am I'm aware that we can do positive things say negative things think oh I'm sorry positive think positively you know encourage praise when necessary reward when necessary you know like Pavlov's dog like Pavlov programming the dog you do something good you get a reward or you do something bad you get a punishment um, but or you do something good you get a praise that's how social media kind of works you know you do something that the group think agrees with you get a like that boosts your I don't know serotonin melatonin oxytocin I don't know what 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 receptor that 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 um, that triggers but it triggers some receptor in your brain when you get that like on your your post and it makes you want to continue doing whatever that is whatever that is that's gonna get rewarded from the group so I don't have much to say I'm just ranting and raving and I'm hungry so I'm gonna satisfy my craving thank you so much for listening